Hey friends, welcome to this week's episode of Heart That Burns. This week, I'm going to take some time and um, actually just share a testimony with you about the power of community and uh, just something that the Lord has been really working in my heart the last week or so and, and just awesome, really simple but powerful breakthrough that I've gotten. I just want to share it with you to hopefully encourage you into the same thing. So stick around and let's talk about the power of community. roommate and I actually just finished teaching a series. It wasn't really even teaching. Um, It was more like a guided, biblically centered conversation about community with our our home group that we lead. And, And so we've been spending the last two months really looking at different biblical examples of what what healthy community looks like, how do we define it, how do we um, cultivate it, how do we sustain it. And, um, and so this has been a theme that I've been really meditating on and exhorting others in and finding strength and talking about it and, and stepping out in. And in the midst of that, I didn't even realize that the enemy was really honing in and trying to pull me out from the strength of community. And he did that by, um, you know, just it, it, it was such a slow fade. I had a busy couple of weeks just with with work, with with ministry, and um, and I was constantly surrounded by people, constantly in fellowship with people in the context of events, in the context of work projects, in the context of meetings, and all sorts of things. And so, in my mind, because I was spending so much time with people and doing so many things with people, and it was like God centered things, I was like, man, I'm thriving in community right now. But what happened was all of a sudden that busyness ended. Some projects came to completion, some events happened that I was building up for, and all of a sudden I had a week of like just a normal work week. And it had been a few weeks since I experienced that, and all of a sudden I had this free time on my hands, and my tendency in the midst of that free time, I actually felt really lonely, and in the loneliness I just stayed back in isolation. And it was so strange to me because I went into this wrestle of of realizing like, you know, in my head, I know what's happening, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I've been surrounded by people. This is totally fine. I'm just going to take a week to recharge, introvert. This is great. But what ended up happening was I began to notice that I was so discouraged. I was growing more and more disconnected from the Lord. Um, my faith felt weakened and, and I was just struggling. And all of a sudden, I, I began to realize, wait a second, the enemy has been sneakily pulling me out of community because he doesn't want me to experience the power of it. And immediately as the the Lord began to just show this to me, because I I just began to cry out like, God, what is going on? Why am I having such a hard time connecting with you? Why am I feeling so alone? And I just took time to kind of dial down and talk with him. And immediately he just began to show me that, that I was pulling away from people. And he began to really just unfold to me the very reality that I just explained to you guys about how in the busyness of my life, um, I was under the illusion that I had been building community, but at at the reality, I wasn't deeply connecting with anybody at a personal level, at a heart connect level. Um, There was deep connection and conversation about the word and about the Lord, but as far as like personal connection with people and like what's happening in my life and let's actually fellowship together in our daily life, I didn't have a whole lot of that happening. And so when the busyness 
died down and I no longer had meetings and, and events and things that forced me to commune with people and to fellowship with people. It was like I had nothing. So the Lord began to show this to me and I was like, oh my goodness, I need to fight hard against this thing. And I just opened up to a couple people. I just, I, I asked the Lord like, okay, Lord, who should I talk to? Cause I, I can't do this alone. I was struggling. I was fighting to get out of this rut. And I knew because I had just spent time in, you know, talking about the power of community and the danger of isolation. I knew that I was in a dangerous place because I had been isolating myself. And so I just asked the Lord, God, highlight a couple people to me that, um, that I can reach out to right now, that I can get prayer for, that I can just confide in and share this struggle and, and let them in because that's the power of community. If I don't let anybody into my struggle, then they don't know that I'm struggling and that I need help. So they can't help me. And so I called a couple friends and, and um, just shared with them what was going on. And they encouraged me and they exhorted me and they, they called me out on some things and they prayed with me. And I'm telling you guys, within hours, I had such a complete shift. I felt lighter in my heart, and my mind. I felt like I was able to talk to the Lord again, that there was a wall that had been broken down. And I just looked back and I, and I was like, man, this is insane. And so in that place that I've been, I've kind of just been meditating on a couple passages of scripture and finding strength in them. And I just want to share them with you. And so the first one is in Hebrews 10, where it says um, in verse 23, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. And what I love about that passage is, is the writer of Hebrews is just exhorting us. Let's take time to consider, think about how we can encourage one another, how we can stir one another up to love, to growing in love, to experiencing love, to walking in love, to good works, to, to walking in holiness and in righteousness and in, in, in living the lifestyle of Christianity that causes life and truth and love to abound. Let us consider how to stir each other up to these things, not neglecting to meet together, which is such an easy habit. It's so easy to, to, you know, not meet together. And, and, and guys, I want to highlight the way that we meet together. You know, there's a difference in meeting together in the sake of like, I go to church on Sundays and I walk in, shake a couple hands, give a couple hugs, say hi, hear a message and then leave. That's great. And that will bear some fruit. In that place, is there anybody who's really genuinely stirring you up to love and good works? You know, there's something so powerful about in the way that we meet together. Meeting together at a personal level where you actually have a friend, you have a couple friends, people who are speaking into you are going like, hey, in this area, I want to encourage you, I want to exhort you. Let me stir you up. Let me encourage you. And just the power of that very reality. And I realized like, I need to surround myself with people. I need to remember not to neglect this thing because it's such an easy habit to slip into. But I need to remember that even more with every single passing day, as the day of the Lord's appearing uh, gets closer and closer, scripture makes it very clear that, that the enemy is going to his attack is going to be even greater amongst the saints. That accusation is increasing, that darkness is increasing, and that it's in that place that that the church has the opportunity to stand out and shine as an even brighter, brighter light for the glory of God. But in that place, we have to understand that that 
we need to fight to maintain that community. We need to fight to maintain that connection. We need to fight to, to have those relationships where there is a stirring up, where, where others are stirring me up and where I can stir others up into love, into good works, encouraging, remembering, reminding our, my, my friends and being reminded of the confession of my faith, the confession of my hope so that I will not waver, but so that I'll be strong and remain. And, and so that's another passage that just ties right into that is in 1 Thessalonians 5. And Paul says, we urge you, brothers, admonish the idle, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, and be patient with them all. You know, part of the calling of the church, and, and this is just one passage, there's multiple passages throughout the New Testament that actually talk about this reality of, of the calling of the church to strengthen those who are weak, to, to help each other in our time of need. But what the Lord began to remind me of is, is Rachel, if nobody knows that you're in a time of need, if nobody knows that you're feeling weak, they're not able to strengthen them. And so when I hold back from reaching out to my community and going, hey, I'm feeling this wrestle right now. I'm feeling this struggle. Can you just pray for me? And it doesn't have to be some like crazy huge thing. You know, there's a, there's a bit of a buzzword on vulnerability in, in our culture today. And, and, and I believe that there's a measure of vulnerability that, that is very necessary. But honestly, guys, we don't even need to get like super deep and crazy intense. Like all I did was call a couple of friends and I said, the Lord has shown me that I've been slipping into isolation and I was just under this disillusionment and I I don't want to be stuck here anymore. Can you pray for me? Like, do you, can, is Lord speaking anything to you that, that you can encourage me with? And can you just be praying for me? That was it. I didn't even have to open up at a super deep level. And so you don't have to like bear your soul, but when we allow people to know, Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm not just amazing all the time. Like I actually am feeling kind of weak right now. What it does is we actually enable our brothers and sisters in Christ to step out into the thing that they were called to do, which is to admonish the idol, to call us forth when we're feeling lazy, when we're feeling weak and discouraged, to admonish us, to call us forth, right? Stirring up one another to love and good works, to strengthen us when we're weak and when we're frail, to, to speak encouragement, to bring strength and to be patient with us in the journey. If I don't allow anybody to know that I need that grace, I need that mercy, and I need that, that strengthening, I'm robbing my brothers and sisters from the ability to actually walk in the fullness of what they're called to. And I continue to go on living in that level of isolation. And, and the more that we stay in that place, the worse and worse it gets. And so I just want to encourage you guys this week. Look at your life, and if there's any part where you're going, man, I feel kind of disconnected from God. I feel kind of disconnected to people. Oftentimes, there's this, this thought process that we can easily slip into of like, well, certainly somebody will see that I've not been around, and they'll just reach out to me. Obviously, like, I, I, I'm just weak. I'm in need. Lord, send somebody to do this, you know, to, to come reach out to me and pray for me. And, and it's really easy to, to get hurt and get upset and feel like we're unseen and we're not known because... People aren't noticing the fact that we didn't show up or something like that. But, but in reality, we're called to be a family. We're called to love one another. And I want to do my job of allowing my brothers and sisters in Christ to do their job of strengthening me when I'm weak. And I, I can only do that when I let them know, hey, I'm struggling right now. I want to give my brothers and sisters the opportunity to show the love of Christ and to walk in the fullness of what they're called to. But it requires me to be able to identify the fact that sometimes I need help 
and be okay with admitting it. And guys, as I've done that, as I've stepped through, like I said, man, it was within hours, I felt a complete breakthrough. It was like there was a wall that was torn down. Immediately, I have felt this past week as I've been walking this thing out, I've been pursuing connection with people more again. It's been incredible how I've just found such strength, such life. My fellowship with the Lord has been so much easier and, and so much more, more fruitful. And I'm, I'm feeling his presence again. And I didn't even realize how many places that I felt disconnected from God. And I was really drifting away until all of a sudden through the power of community surrounding me and praying for me and strengthening me in my weakness, I found such breakthrough. And all of a sudden I'm realizing like, whoa, I was missing out on so much, but it was such a slow fade that I didn't even realize how much I was missing out on. So guys, this week, be encouraged. Surround yourself with community. Find people to stir up to love and good works. Find people who will stir you up to love and good works. People who will love you and strengthen you and help you when you're weak. Who will be patient with you. Who will show you the love of Christ. But who won't just see you there and let you hang out there. But they're going to call you out forth. They're going to admonish you. They're going to call you forth in truth and in love. They're going to spur you on to love and good works. That's what it is to be a family of God. That's what it is to be community. And that's what it is to help each other grow and mature in Christ. So don't forsake getting together. Don't forsake building community. Reach out today. Love on people. Receive love from people. And have an amazing week. <laughs>